0: How was Brown handling COVID? Do you
1: think they did
0: a bad job?
1: In my opinion, they did a pretty bad job. Um, If I'm being honest, like they, it was really, really, I think, especially with finances, there's like no transparency. Well,
0: okay, so. You got yeah. into Brown. Now let's go into the college portion. Yeah, you are sure. only a sophomore and your freshman yeah. year was a COVID year.
1: Yeah, very Probably
0: much less eventful than it would have been if it was normal. Yes. Yeah. So, let's yeah, we can walk through the process. First, tell us about Brown as like a school. Where is it located? It's obviously obviously an Ivy so it's like very famous, but are there any like special programs or majors that Brown is like famous for? And yeah, yeah just tell us about Brown as a school.
1: Yeah, so Brown is in Providence, Rhode Island, um, which is like a pretty small city uh, in the Northeast.
0: And yeah, what is there to do in Brown? Like I visited the campus. Mm-hmm. I didn't do like an official tour or anything. So I didn't, I probably didn't see all of it. Like, But what do you do when you're at Brown? Like what is there to do around there?
1: Honestly, like there's not a lot. Most, most of the eventful things people do are not in Providence. So you can like take a 45-minute train ride to Boston. That's a lot of fun um if you go like an hour south you can go to the beach um city itself i mean there's like there's some like it's known for like italian food so that's pretty good but it's not a super eventful city like i had a few friends for a home visit and like i was just like do you want to go to the mall like there's like not a lot to do so um it's not a big city but it's not like middle of nowhere either like there's places close by that i think are pretty exciting to go to um so yeah that's that's what I would say but a lot of the honestly a lot of the your life there is going to be like in on campus because that's kind of it's kind of a bubble uh there
0: Okay i keep going tell us you can mention the open curriculum
1: Yeah Yeah so I guess Brown's philosophy is like no core requirements um like basically all you have to show obviously you have to you know your major you have to fulfill their requirements and you also have to take two writing classes throughout your four years just to show that you're proficient at writing. And honestly, the a lot of the writing classes are not even like particular, like you might have to write like a few three-page essays. Like it's not... Um, so it's, it's not, not like not, a
0: hardcore 20-page essay class?
1: No, like it's not like you have to take like an English, like advanced. No, it's nothing like that. It's just there. And there's so many classes that fulfill that requirement too. Like it's not like English. Like I took, I fulfilled the spring by taking a philosophy class. So um yeah so that's really all there is um in terms of requirements like that's one advantage people really like because if you are really not sure about what you want to do and you're like you know other schools it's like you got to commit freshman year like you got to know especially if you're like engineering or something like that you got to commit early but with brown it's like you know you can spend a year you can spend your freshman year like just taking eight completely unrelated classes Um, and you don't have to tell us,
0: tell us what you did. How did you go about like choosing the classes if there was no requirement?
1: Yeah. So I like, I mean, I was like pretty set on math econ actually when I got in. So I was like, I took some math, but like, I, I wasn't like pressed to like take all math because I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to take four math classes or like four math and econ classes for one, but also it was like, you know, I'll just like really focus on things I'm interested in. So I took this philosophy class that was like, Oh, this sounds cool. Um, I took, I was taking a math class. I took an economics class and I was like, I also like, I knew nothing about computer science. So I was like, I'll take an intro computer science class. And that's actually how I got into math and computer science. Cause I was like, wow, this is like, I really like this a lot more. Like my economics class was like super boring. So I was like, wow, I like this computer science a lot more. So I was like, I'll just switch over. So now like, that's my plan. And then, um, this summer, um, I took some math, um, took some computer science. Then I was also doing like physics. Um, I, I was taking a sociology class and then this is another thing that's actually nice is, uh, you can drop, you can drop your class, like up until the last week. So I was like a month into my sociology class. And I was like, this is boring. I don't want to continue doing this. And I just dropped it and it's, it shows up internally, but it won't show up on your transcript. So it's, it's honestly like, you know, obviously it's, Uh, it's the most like
0: free like range i guess
1: yeah i've ever uh, heard you can drop classes you can shop classes which means like during the first two weeks of school you can like show up to like 10 different classes and pick your your favorites Mm -hmm. um and stick with those so you yeah you can take anywhere from three to five classes um four is pretty common five is um like if you're really trying to go hard and like three was what i did this summer i mean it was the summer i'm like I'll, I'll, take this a little more chill. I'll drop this boring class. Um, so yeah, you got a lot of flexibility. You don't have, you have to declare your major by your spring of your sophomore year, like towards the end of your sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, obviously it's, it's competitive like to, to get to Brown, but once you're there, um, it's chill. I mean, it's, it's collaborative environment and there's also, again, not minuses and pluses. So it's just ABC or no credit. If you fail a class also, if you get no credit, it doesn't show up in your transcript. It's just like you didn't get credit for the class. So this it's why up-
0: Brown is known as like the most chill.
1: Yeah, class. it is. Yeah, I think it's that that system that I think it's like you know it definitely is an adjustment for a lot of people who are like you know really trying hard in high school, trying to get straight. Yeah, those are the, the
0: kids thing. that like get into those. I have the ones that are like really try. Yeah,
1: but I will say that there's also a lot of people who weren't necessarily like 4.0 students, but they just did something really interesting and like. Now they're at Brown. And it's like, again, like it's, that's kind of the, I think that's the focus that Brown has more than other Ivies especially is like, kind of like do what you want, try different things, like go take this class that that you're gonna probably fail. And it's like, okay, oh, well, like it doesn't matter. Um, oh, another thing is the, you can take classes SNC, which means um, satisfactory, no credit. So it just shows up as an S if you pass. And if you don't pass, then it doesn't show up as anything. So you don't get even like a B or a C or an A, but you know, that's like, if you want to just try something and you don't want to feel the stress of like getting an A or getting a B, just, you can take Wait, that. So
0: are there like, is, is it specifically certain classes or will they have like some math classes that are the SNC, some like English classes that are like. So
1: I, I think you can take anything SNC. And in fact, some classes require it. Some classes are like, we really just want you to focus on wow. learning and not, like getting a good grade so you have to take it snc so yeah it's a really it's it's really different than a lot of other schools i'll say in that way
0: that is i think that's really free range like i know schools are very set on the, like u chicago for example has like this whole system where they require students to take these well that is really yeah i mean i
1: think it's they try to make it pretty um low like low pressure and i think that i de- that definitely shows where It's, you know, I I definitely feel like it is a lot more collaborative than a lot of other schools. Um, A lot of people don't, like, I mean, obviously, they had to care about them in high school, but they get to call it, like, they're at Brown, and a lot of people really don't even care that much about grades, like, they'll begin, like, Bs, Cs, like, they don't really, like, it's just, like, I just want to learn, I just want to, like, I want to maybe relax a little bit, too, like, I I don't want to try as hard, which is, you know, I think fair if that's, um, that's an approach people take.
0: and with college, like you're only a sophomore, so it's not like you're applying to jobs or applying to like a grad school, but how much does your GPA matter in college? Like in high school, it's pretty much everything you need. It's it's not even like a, you can't even choose whether to have a good GPA or not. If you're aiming for the top schools, it's like you need yeah. to have one. But with, when you get into college in general, do you really need to keep that GPA up?
1: Um, grad. If you're applying to grad school, I would say, yes, you do. Um, if you're applying if you're just if you want to go out and get a job after it won't usually matter too much I mean some jobs especially if they're a little bit more um, like nerdy they might ask about it like if you're applying to be a computer science t- scientist they might ask about it um, Brown doesn't even calculate GPAs like again like they literally just have a transcript so obviously the, the employer could calculate it but they don't calculate it for you and they don't have, they don't have GPAs in that sense. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think if you're just like trying to get a job after college, um, again, they might be interested in what you took, but I don't think grades are super important for the most part, uh, in terms of like jobs, but yeah. Um, and again, like, especially if you're coming from like, like I think Brown specifically, it's like, oh, well you went to Brown, like that's like, okay, you, you graduated like good job. Um so yeah it definitely does not matter as much as it does in high school um unless you are applying to grad school but even then it's like okay if i want to apply to grad school for math i better have good math grades but if i took an english class and got a c like they are not going to really care about that
0: Okay okay and would you say the students at brown i guess we could say like the overall vibe at brown reflects like this more chill laid back atmosphere
1: yeah i would definitely say that um a lot of people like i would say that there it's definitely a mix but there are a lot of people who are clearly pretty laid back they're not too worried about school and a lot of people it's honestly not their biggest focus um which you know i think um i mean you know you can look at it however you want but um yeah that definitely does reflect i mean i think the the benefits there are like it's not super cutthroat um in the sense like i don't think there's as much pressure on the students um there definitely is a lot still like don't get me wrong a lot of students still feel a lot of pressure um just from like those those habits from high school or from their parents or um for grad school but there are definitely a lot of people i meet at brown who just like are not really even super focused on school honestly
0: okay so again it could be
1: different because of covid but oh, yeah. it's it's yeah that's that's something that's it's also harder to I think Mm -hmm. like focus on school with online classes but yeah
0: I mean everybody not just college students yeah yeah exactly okay so let's move a little bit away from the academic part so you said that you did live in the dorms spring of your freshman year and also summer coming into sophomore year let's talk about like the dorms food, just the living situation at Brown, how do they like situate the dorms? Are they good? Are they bad? And the same for the food.
1: Yeah. So the dorms were there. It depends. I mean, they actually with, especially with freshman dorms, it really depends. Um, I actually got placed in like arguably the worst dorm in my spring. Um, and this was unusual, but, so they were actually having all freshmen and singles. So like you would be, you could be in a single, or you could be in a triple by yourself. Like everyone was by themselves. So, um,
0: did you get to choose whether no. you were in that triple? Oh, okay.
1: No, no. So freshman year was completely random, and so I actually towards the end of my spring semester, like a bunch of friends who were me and a bunch of friends from my dorm, actually moved to a different dorm. Like we, you were able to do that. Um, so a lot of a lot of people did that again. Completely unusual. You normally do not get to move dorms because. Mm-hmm it's like capped but there was just so much capacity like so many people were like not on campus they had way more dorms than usual for freshmen um so people were moving all over the place they just, so could you uh,
0: like shop around I mean obviously this is just a COVID situation but could you like shop around and choose which dorm you wanted or did you just say I want a different dorm and they put you in another one yeah so like
1: again when it was completely random where you get placed at first but then once you wanted to move you just like email them and say like is there space available in this dorm? And they'll be like, yeah, you can get this room if you want. All right, okay. Like, it was really easy. But again, normally you have to, like, have a really good reason. Like, this semester, like, no reason at all. And they would let you. But that's that's unusual. I mean, in terms of the dorms themselves, um, yeah, there's some really nice dorms with, like, really good facilities. And there's some really bad dorms. Well,
0: name, name the dorm you were in.
1: So, yeah, Perkins was where I was uh, at the beginning of my freshman year. And that's normally a sophomore dorm. It's like really far from campus. There's like no common spaces. It's it's kind of like a dungeon. Like it's not 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 where you want to be. Um, but then yeah, I was uh well can you compare
0: to the nicest dorm that you guys have on campus? What does the nicest dorm have that Perkins didn't?
1: Yeah, so I would say the nicest dorm was Andrews. Um and Andrews had uh has sinks, like every room had a sink. Mm -hmm. Um like just huge rooms um, great location. Like you're right above a really good dining hall. Um, and there was like a lot of the rooms have walk-in closets too. So that was, that was like the best term I think for freshmen.
0: Okay. And tell us about the, well, first of all, why were you there for the summer at Brown?
1: Yeah. So all the freshmen were taking their classes in the spring and the summer, like they, for some reason or not for some reason, but because of COVID Brown decided that they wanted to. Have their freshmen have their first semester in spring and their second semester in summer. And they had like weird, like shortened semesters, like normally they're three and a half month semesters, but they had us do three month semesters. It was unusual and arguably a bad decision, but that's what Brown did. So yeah. So in the spring, all four grades were on campus, but in the summer it was just freshmen on campus. And like
0: interesting, interesting situation. Okay. And yeah. That was just I was quickly asking. Now how about the food at Brown? How would you rank it?
1: Um, so the food is there are a lot of different options. Um, the food is okay. Um, if you're vegetarian or vegan, I've like I have friends, I've just only heard bad things from them. So uh it's 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 kind of like there's yeah, there's a lot of especially like the main dining hall, you'll you'll find a lot of like, you know, like chicken dishes, like. Um, a lot of pork, like stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's in like for vegetarians and vegans they'll like make, like, it's like, they don't even think about like, uh, like it's just like, oh, like vegetables, like there's no like substance, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's weird.
0: So there's no uh, variety. With there's not a lot of, for,
1: yeah, for vegetarians and vegans, it's pretty tough from what I've heard. Uh, but if you're just, if you don't have a restrictive diet, um, yeah. I mean, there's, there's different options. There's like the main dining hall where it's like all you can eat uh, or you can go to like more specific dining halls where will their will Like um, there's a dining hall of Josiah's that has like, that specializes in like burgers, chicken sandwiches, and that's like pretty good. And then there's this dining hall of Andrew's, which is right under Andrew's the dorm, which has uh, like sandwiches, salads, pizza, and that's all pretty good. And then the main dining hall um, it's just like different every day.
0: And another, this is why I said like our, like college experience wouldn't be that, um, long of a section cause you haven't yeah. really done much of college, but I do want to ask one thing. Were you, I mean, again, you're only just coming into sophomore year, but were you able to do any sort of like internships research of any kind?
1: No, I didn't do any internships or research. Um, I did a few, it was again, really, especially in the summer, like just freshmen, it was like, nothing was going on because mm-hmm. even like clubs, like I, I did some clubs in my freshman, like the spring when upperclassmen were there, but then in the summer, it was like,
0: that's just oh, weird. Why uh, would they, so what did you do fall of what was supposed to be your freshman year?
1: Yeah. So I actually was, I was continued working. Like I kind of took a more full-time position with that real estate company, just like mm-hmm. same si- similar job, but I was just working more hours um and it like so you so were
0: just not in school at all during not in school
1: i took one class they they actually um as a concession they offered all the freshmen you like you can take one class in the fall online um so i did that uh i took like an intro econ class mm-hmm. but yeah that was it was it was really like kind of last minute too like they told us like a couple of weeks before i was like i was like ready to go to college and they're just like oh this is what we're doing so it was definitely unusual and I don't think it was a good decision, but that's what they did at the time. I think they were like, Oh, it'll be better in the winter and spring Mm -hmm. and summer. So then they'll have a better normal freshman experience, which wasn't really the case, but yeah, that was the idea.
0: And you kind of went into one more, I guess, college related topic I want to discuss. How did, you know, when you're like in crisis, that really shows your true colors or something. So Mm -hmm. how did Brown handle the, overall covid situation and you gave some details but were they good with communication with students did they give students what they needed and like provided those who i guess like really needed like the housing and the food and such like how was brown handling covid Do you think yeah they did i mean bad job
1: in my opinion they did a pretty bad job um if i'm being honest like they it was really really i, th- I think especially with finances there's like no transparency on what gets funding and what doesn't, because it's like, you know, there's a lot of things they're spending a ton of money on. At the same time, like they cut like fencing and like a lot of sports. Um they cut a lot of sports and like it's sort of like, is that is this really a big chunk of money for you guys compared to like your multi-billion dollar endowment? Um I think that was a big thing. A lot of sports got cut, which I which was like tough, especially for people who got in, like recruited athletes who were expecting to be able to play their sport. Um, so that was rough. I think, um, there was also a lot of controversy because, um, Brown got money from the CARES Act, um, from the federal government and they weren't like doing anything with it. So the students were putting a lot of pressure on them and they, what did
0: they get the money for?
1: Um, they got that money to directly help students and they weren't using it. So they, there's a lot of pressure from the students and they eventually were like, okay, fine. So any, everyone on financial aid, um, like got sent money basically. So like it depended, like I got some people who with more financial aid got more. Um, so they did that. Um, that was like kind of sketchy from them. Uh, that's
0: not really sketchy to get money from government and not do anything with it.
1: Yeah. So that was like another thing. I think there was also a lot of, um, I think also, like, it was there was a lot of, I mean, this isn't necessarily as much on the school, but one thing that was kind of unfortunate because of COVID was that a lot of professors were just like, oh, I'm just going to go on leave, or I'm going to, you know, teach this class remotely when it could be taught in person, but like, I want to spend my summer in Italy, like, for example. So, like, there was a lot of that too. And I think, especially this summer, because so many professors weren't there, a lot of the classes were really subpar in my opinion because those you know the main professors weren't there so they're like recruiting professors from like different universities to like come teach for the summer and again a lot of professors were like you know what like in the summer you you were allowed to teach smaller classes in person but a lot of professors like why would I do that like I can just not come to Providence so that was another thing I didn't really like um that
0: is one hot mess wow
1: yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm not going to your it. Like, it wasn't great, um, but I mean, I, I don't know how other universities handle it, so I don't know if it was better or worse from others. But I will say that there were definitely a lot of um, controversial things that they did, and um, yeah, not not a ton of transparency.
0: And when students were on campus, how were they with like testing, maintaining regulations, and such? So
1: I mean. I'd say like, um, towards the B like testing was generally pretty good. People got tested when they're supposed to, for the most part, um, restrictions. I mean, people were definitely like, so there was like a quiet period when we got to Brown. So like the first two weeks you weren't supposed to like really do anything. Um, just so that like, um, all the tech, like everyone who was positive could get like filtered out. Like that was the idea. I mean, obviously people were still getting COVID
0: so just in your dorm.
1: I mean, that was what you're supposed to be except to like get food. Um, but yeah, definitely pretty early on people were having, like, I think in the spring you'd see a lot of like, maybe like 10, 20 person, like, like parties, like not parties, but you know, like smaller things like that um, by the summer, people didn't care. And there were like huge parties. Um, but yeah. I mean, that was kind of how it was. I mean. Is
0: Brown a party school? Not
1: really. I mean, like not, it was almost as if like the fact that we had been like cooped up for so long, it's like whenever everyone, everyone came back for the summer, most people were vaccinated. And I think everyone was just like, you know, like everyone just wanted to party, but honestly, it's not a huge party school, like especially Greek life. There's like little to none, like very small percentage of students are in Greek life and it kind of has a bad rep on campus. So um, yeah, it's not, but, uh, it's, yeah, it's not like there's no parties. There definitely are parties just like any other university, but, uh, not as much as other schools or other Ivy's even.
0: Yeah. And one last question before we wrap up here, did you ever consider taking a gap year considering the very weird situation, Brownhead? Like I have not heard anybody say they like pushed back the entire school year and such.
1: Yeah. I mean, a lot of my friends did that actually. And I was I was just so eager to go. Um, I like especially like I would I really wanted that independence. So I was like ready to go. And so I didn't really consider it. Although I actually was like talking to friends who a lot of my friends actually applied to take a gap year because of COVID. And this is something also with COVID that it, I think was was pretty sketchy was that they were telling, like, Brown was like, when a lot of people applied to gap years, they were like, oh, well, we're giving you the fall off, so you don't need a gap year. Um, so, I don't think I would have gotten one if I had applied, but I wasn't really considering it. Um, but, yeah, a lot of my friends did take gap years um just because of COVID. They did internships, jobs, um, stuff like that.
0: All right. So, we're going to wrap up here, and there's, like, one last thing, which is advice. So, number one, advice for high school students. This can be anything. This can be specific to college apps because this is a college podcast, or it can be more like general life advice. And you haven't gone through much of college and the college that you have gone through is probably hopefully never going to happen again. But if you would like, could you share some advice for college incoming college students as well? So one for yeah. high schoolers and one for college students.
1: Um, yes, yeah, so I, th- I think for high schoolers, what I would say is this is somewhat advice for you know getting into college, but also... Um, I think this, this is just good advice in general is just like, do something that like, just like find, find that, like, think about what you're passionate about and like, just like do things that are related to that. So like um, on the one hand, I don't think it's great just for your own mental health. um, But even for college, like, don't like, like be like, I need to have this perfect application. I'm like, find every single piece, but on the flip side, I think it's easy to like yeah i'm interested in this but like i don't really care like i'm just gonna like go chill and like not do anything like i think the best thing you can do is just whatever you're interested in like really pursue it and at first it might be a little bit uncomfortable like maybe you'd rather you know like not spend extra time after school but i think that's really worth it because and yet at the end of the day once you're actually doing that you'll actually really enjoy it um and on the other hand i think a lot of colleges want to see that you're not like this model student that like is clearly just trying to get into like a good college. They're like, Oh, like you're actually really interested about something. Um, presumably, you know, getting good grades, good SAT and all that too. That's kind of almost like a base, but, um, they, they want to see that you're like just exploring things and like someone who's going to be a go-getter, not just someone who's going to like a, like just like, like a, just someone who like is trying to have this perfect application, but also not like someone who's like, Super like smart and nerdy, but it's not going to do anything about it. Like, just show colleges that you that you have something and that you are willing to to go get it. And I think that's really going to serve you well um, as as a high school student.
0: And do you have any um, advice for college students? It's okay if you don't understand. Yeah. You're just a sophomore. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I would say for college students, um, it's it's probably somewhat similar, honestly. But also, I would just say, especially in college, is um, like. If you're given an opportunity for the most part don't say no so like especially at the beginning like go try like 20 different clubs i mean you're not going to stick with all of them obviously but like go try a lot of different things um like just try to have a lot of new experiences because i think that um what i've realized is like a lot of what i've learned in college is in classes but a lot of it is like from people and from experiences and i think that's really valuable um just in terms of like growing as a person and like kind of figuring out like your values and um, who you are and what you're interested in. So I would just say like, you know, take classes you're interested, in, but also really just try to find things to do outside of classes and try to just have a lot of new experiences and have fun with it.
0: All right. Thank you, Seth, for coming on today. And thank you for sharing your experience. Are you EST?
1: Uh, yeah, I am.
0: Okay. Have a good evening.
1: Yeah, you too. Mm Bye-bye.
0: That's it for my interview with Seth. Make sure to check out part one if you have not done so already. Next week, I'll be releasing an interview with Margarita, who is also from Brown University. Make sure you subscribe so you do not miss that. Also, check out my blog, collegerealitycheck.com for more college-related content. But other than that, I hope to see you in the next one.